Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services. I'm your host, Sharon McNamara, and you are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. Let me share a little bit about my background before we get started. I am the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, a boutique firm that is home to over 30 real estate sales and marketing agents who service home buyers and home sellers throughout Boston, the South Shore, the South Coast, and Cape Cod. Our firm takes pride in assisting our clients in the next chapter of their lives by taking a holistic approach to their real estate endeavors. We believe that every move should be a moving experience. Every week, my co-host Melissa Wallace and I will provide you with my team's unique marketing approach to selling homes and share with you our expertise in navigating the home buying process. We value the experience of our agents at Boston Connect Real Estate so much that not only will you hear my perspective on real estate topics, occasionally you will hear the expert thoughts and opinions of our experienced agents at Boston Connect Real Estate. Be a part of our roundtable. If you have any questions during the show, please call 781-837-4900. We'd love to talk real estate. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and wherever you like to listen to podcasts at Talk Real Estate Roundtable. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me and my team to discuss your real estate needs, you can connect with me at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. Now sit back, relax, take good notes, and let's talk real estate. And to all my South Shore neighbors, you are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. I am Sharon McNamara, the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, and I am here today with Melissa Wallace. She is our everything here at Boston Connect Real Estate. Good morning. Good morning. And uh, the show is being brought to you by Boston Connect Real Estate and by the McNamara Horton Group. I also have in studio in Marshfield, we have Tim in studio. Good morning, Tim. Good morning, ladies. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Good morning. Good yeah. morning. Good morning. Happy and, Saturday. Um, yeah, happy Saturday. It's good. We have open houses today. I don't know where everybody else is, but we have probably have other open houses too. We can get to yeah. that at the end of the show for yeah. sure. Uh, you can watch us on Facebook. We are live on Facebook, so you can see us there under Boston Connect Real Estate. If you want to see what we look like and what our studio they looks like. They don't have faces for radio. They're very pretty ladies. <laughs> Check them out. <laughs> yeah, well, we did the show on Tuesday night, uh, and I was doing it with Mary Horton, and uh, previously known as Mary Baker, and she hasn't been on in a while but Larry was there and Mary was just like all on a sweatshirt and everything Larry must have been on Facebook too he's like Mary are you wearing a sweatshirt today yeah <laughs> so he called her out but when you're oh, on radio geez. it doesn't matter what you're wearing <clears throat> in fact you could be wearing nothing if you chose mm. yep, <laughs> well yep, if, hopefully you aren't doing Facebook live <laughs> no you can't do Facebook live if you're wearing Naked nothing. radio wait don't <laughs> turn the camera yeah. off oh but uh, yeah. luckily we are wearing clothes we're wearing and, clothes today uh, we're Facebook sure. live yeah mm-hmm. for sure um, but yeah yeah, it's a, it's a, uh, is it going to be nice today? I don't know. Uh, knows, chance I mean. of snow squalls this afternoon. Um, I'm yeah. sort of tired. It's going it to be already. okay. You know, I mean, yeah. summer. But yeah. Yeah, I know. Is it almost time to put the boat in the water? I'm not sure. But I have my friends. Some of my friends from Clubhouse are here this morning as well. So we have Megan and we have Rue and we have Mia. I see George is down uh, their room as well. So good morning to everybody. Um, <clears throat> if you have any t- um topics that you want to bring up during this show. We're going to be talking about the essential 
tips for buying uh, for seniors when buying or selling mm-hmm. a home. So if our people, um, my clubhouse friends, have anything that they want to chime in on, just let me know. And if you guys can just help me manage that room. If anybody other other people come in, and if you are on Facebook, of course you can send us messages there. And Tim, do you want to tell them what else they can do? Oh the yes, studio? wait, there's more. Um, <laughs> you can now text the show as well. Uh, same line to call into if you want to call or text. It's fine either way. 781-837-4900. I will pass along the text, and uh, if you call in, I'll I'll pipe you through too. No charge. No charge. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. And too, I just want to give a shout out because I told the ladies this morning that I would. So the Gala Nails in mm. Pembroke Center. Mm-hmm. I mean, they are just the loveliest people. They are mm-hmm. the hardest workers. Mm-hmm. So my schedule has been crazy lately, just, you know, working and doing, you know, some other stuff. Your schedule is crazy, but um, they will find time to fit us in. Yeah. So <clears throat> I am going away next week and I was just like, you know what? I need a manicure and a pedicure. Yesterday, she didn't have time for both. Yesterday, she met me at 7.30 in the morning to get a manicure, and she met me at 7.15 this morning to get a pedicure. So thank you, Ellie. Thank you, Lee, for opening up for me, sneaking me in the back door. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, but um, I appreciate them, and they're just hard, such hard workers. So I definitely wanted to give a shout-out to Degala Nails in Pembroke Center, right in the Stop and Shop Plaza, uh, right where CVS is, too. So I love you, ladies. Thank you. Yeah, and I'll be there at 9.30. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I, it's so important. Cause, you know, Kristen Howlett, who's a full-time realtor here at Boston Connect Real Estate, she comes on the show once a month with me on Tuesdays, and we highlight a town in the South Shore um, or South Coast, South of Boston, um, wherever. And um, last time we did Pembroke, and we did, we talked about, you know, what, what great companies and, and um, you know, stores and just people we have in Pembroke and um, and Degala was definitely on the list. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so they are. They're wonderful. So thank you, Degala. Thank you, Lee. Thank you, Ellie. We appreciate you. All right, so it's 8.12. You know, we have not been talking about ourselves for 12 minutes here, by the way. So we do have, you know, at the top of the hour is the news. So, you know, we only did a couple minutes of our personal life here today, but I know you like to hear it. So um, let's get into our topic. So, um what are we talking about? Essential tips for seniors buying and selling real estate. Yeah. So I'm really excited about this one because it's sort of weird that, um, I, you know, I, my as I age in my career, so does sort of the people who are attracted to me for my services, for me and my team. And um, right now, I seem to be doing a lot with seniors. And just yesterday, I have a new listing coming on in Quincy. So if anybody is interested in that, we'll be coming on for five. A really nice area of West Quincy area. Um, You know, she lost her dad a couple. Uh, months ago so they the family her and her two brothers it's so nice to see like the families come together but like the process of like cleaning everything Mm -hmm. out and get like do we keep this do we not what do these memories mean do Mm -hmm. they mean anything Mm -hmm. um so this was a friend of my dad's by the way and um so you know um my dad's been going through some stuff as well. Yeah. and um, But they had this big cribbage board. So my dad's eyes have been a little wonky lately too. So he had this big cribbage board with big pegs. And I was like, oh, if, are you throwing that away? Like, what are you going to be doing with that? And they're like, oh, we're not sure yet. Because they had like piles of stuff everywhere. And they're like, why? And I was like, oh, my dad loves to play cribbage. This would be great for him to be able to, you know, see. And she goes... 
my father would love to see you and your father playing cribbage with that. Mm-hmm. So I said, That's I'm awesome. just going to borrow it and then I'll bring it back. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, but things like that, you know, as you're going through all these cherished memories and I could see with her how now she knows my dad and her brothers know my dad and like just for her to see, think about her dad knowing my dad was going to love something like that. Yeah. You know, so yeah. it is very, very emotional. Um, I'm also working with another client in Duxbury. We have a house. I'll have a, a listing coming on there pretty soon, too. And um, same thing. His mom, you know, she had a fall and she ended up in... Um, like a rehab and now she's in assisted living mm-hmm. and now he has to sell her house. It's 55 years of memories in yeah. the same house. Yeah. He's like, look at this one bookshelf. Like, I don't even know where to begin. Mm-hmm. It's a bookshelf. Mm-hmm. Like, think about the entire house. And he's like, oh, like, do you like um, pewter? I was like, not particularly. Like, it's not my thing. Like, I wouldn't have any place to put that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So I have a lot of Mary statues that I end up with, though. When people yeah. want to throw that stuff out, I say, I can't let you do it. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, <laughs> Catholic school girl aren't, you, aren't you not supposed to? I, I <laughs> would like, guess, what do you do it, though? I would guess you would not throw away a Mary statue. That's mm. why I have a couple of them laying around. I have yeah. them. People, uh, people, people will throw away. I remember I went into one house right up the street here, and he had a picture of Jesus in the trash barrel. I was like, oh. For the love of Mary, you can't throw away a picture of Jesus. Yeah. So I keep all those things. <laughs> I'm sure Mark loves it. I'm earning my way into heaven, mm-hmm. Melissa. Yeah. So, um, but this is, you know, so this is sort of where my new, you know, my yeah, new world I'm is. actually, as you're like talking, I'm trying to think of like, you know, the, the all of the house like everybody that you've helped all the families that you've helped in the past couple years the majority are are seniors yeah either transitioning into another you know chapter in their life or you know they've they've moved beyond and um it's interesting Mm -hmm. it's interesting yeah it is interesting you know i had you know one actually last year too remember it was three sisters um, one of the husbands was going through some health issues himself. She was really the only one local, so she couldn't really do a lot. And then the one sister came up from Florida, and she was helping do as much as she could. But they were older as well, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And when I say older, I'm thinking like late 60s, 70s. But like, you know, you can't lift things the way you used to be able to. And they got a dumpster. And that's one of the things that I love is when they're like, well, I don't know where to begin. Like, we want to get a dumpster. And I was like, all right, let me text my dumpster guy right now. Mm-hmm. And I was like, they can have one there for you this afternoon Mm -hmm. so the people that I refer to they're just so good about you know what I mean like really being responsive and they were like wow that was really fast or we need a person to take out the junk and we're able to text somebody and Mm -hmm. say hey can you get there in the next couple of days And it ended up that Mark and I went over there one early Saturday morning before I was going off to an open house and we were emptying out the house, Mm -hmm. like helping them. Mark Mm -hmm. was like, you know, putting everything into the dumpster and making it fit. So, um, but that's the thing I think. You know, when we are in this business and there is a lot, and I know I have a lot of realtor friends here, um, a few friends anyways, um, over on Clubhouse, and I bet you they'll, they'll say the same thing. You get to a certain point in your career where this is not really about helping people buy and sell homes. It's about everything else, right? Yeah. So, you know, you're not just, it's not just the house. It isn't just about putting a sign in the yard. It is everything else that gets you to that point and sort of holding your hand through the process. Yeah. And I think that the most important part about that that you just said is you and we sort of sound like a brokered record, but 
you know, choosing a realtor that is right for you and in, in your family and your transition. Because if somebody's going to come in and just says like, you need a dumpster, you need this, you need that, like this, and then we're going to do this. Like, mm-hmm. it's very business like yeah and sometimes they do need hand holding mm-hmm. and you need somebody who is going to be there when you know when you call them yeah and um and that's the difference that's well and difference. there was also the other one that we did actually you're right so we did a condo recently in pembroke and her husband they went into assisted living together mm-hmm. remember mm-hmm. and they had so many items there and she didn't know what to do but she also had um like equipment for like um you know, like an electric wheelchair. Mm-hmm. She had like a lift. She had all these things and she didn't know what to do with them. And she was sort of hitting roadblocks as she was calling people. Um, what I didn't know and I learned is that a lot of organizations won't take electric wheelchairs just because of the liability mm-hmm. that would go along with that, you know. Mm-hmm. So not ha- knowing how old it is, is it working, blah, blah, blah. So... um one of the things that I was able to do is I have a past client and her she built a house with us and she made it so her brother could get around, you know, mm-hmm. in his wheelchair. And I put out on Facebook, is anyone looking for an electric, you know, wheelchair? She got in touch with me. She goes, I would love that for my brother. And I was like, it's yours. Like, meet me down there. It's free. Like, no warranties come with it. But yeah. like, but it's so nice for the homeowner. For my client who was selling the house, it was like it really meant a lot for her. And then the lift to lift him out of the um, out of the bed and you know into a chair. and that's the other thing too. She sort of got taken advantage, and that's one of the things I don't like. And I think having somebody at the helm that is making sure that you're not getting taken advantage yeah. of yeah. is really, really important. And um, at the end of the day, we were able to donate that to New England Villages, so mm-hmm. it all worked out great. Yeah, it did. Yeah, that was that was one that I was thinking about, and um, just even like going to where they were. So you know, just knowing that. You know, it might have been difficult for them to meet us at the office, perhaps, mm-hmm. even though we, you know, we have a handicap ramp and, and we're handicap accessible. But, you know, they, just where it's more comfortable for them, mm-hmm. you know, they're going through a life transition. So, yeah, we'll come to you. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll, we'll, you know, go over all of the documentation and everything like that in the comfort of where your space is. Mm-hmm. So. Meeting them where they are. And, you know. It's my show, so I can say anything I want. I always feel like God has a plan and God crossed paths for a reason. And, you know, it's interesting because um, the people that we're talking about now with the chairs and the lift that we were able to help with, amongst other things, there were some other things that mm-hmm. they had. And um, making sure that they got a good home. And um, I remember Julia. I don't think Julia's on now. She's up in Maine. But Julia, you know, and her mm-hmm. mom came. And there was a nativity set that was going to yeah. get thrown away. So Julia, our um, office coordinator, her mom took the nativity set. Yeah. And she took a picture of it this past Christmas, mm-hmm. sent it to me. I sent it to my homeowner oh. you know well i got a chair from there so i'll take a picture of my chair yeah. in my lounge and, send it to you. <laughs> yeah. and my daughter Mackenzie got a couch right yeah yeah so um it was you know uh, i was saying something else about that though what was i i was going somewhere with that Mm-mm. meeting them where they are meeting them where they are god has a plan oh i know how the world just it's full circle right so with my client then you know with my dad and i took away his license last year then i had to sell his car her daughter that I was in, you know, working with, she works at a local um, 
a local car dealership mm -hmm. and I was able to call her and text her and just say, hey, I need some help with this. Can you help me like figure out what the value of my dad's car is? I'll just sell it back, mm -hmm. to, you know, and she was there with me holding my hand through the process. Yeah. Yeah. So it is, you know, you give it out in slices. It comes back to you in loaves. Yes, you've always said that. I have always said that. You're listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. I am Sharon McNamara, the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate and a full-time real estate agent here on the South Shore with my team member, Mary Horton. My other team member is Melissa Wallace. She takes care of my side of the brain. That's everything Boston Connect Real Estate. And um, if you have any questions for us, whether it's this topic or another, um, if you've recently gone through the process of selling a home for maybe your parent or yourself, you're thinking about it and you have some questions for us, you can call or text 781-837-4900 and we're happy to answer your questions. So um, I'm just going to pull our audience here on Clubhouse a little bit. Ladies, who's there with us? What are your thoughts, um, initial thoughts on this topic today and uh, what we're sort of chatting about? Does anyone want to chime in? Hey, Sharon, it's Jennifer in Austin, Texas. Hello, Jennifer from Austin, Texas. Good morning. We're having morning. Boston weather. It's like 35 this morning. <laughs> one of the things I think is really valuable that you touched on earlier is support and that emotional support for children, especially those of us um, in the pocket like yourself. Mm -hmm. We're the sandwich generation. So a lot of times it's hard for the senior to kind of allow control or decisions to be made because mm -hmm. things are being forced upon them. It may not necessarily be that they're, the choice is theirs, if you will. And so often um, hiring a real estate partner who can act as that sounding board for the children of that person is a really valuable uh, position to put yourself in because you are that emotional support. I absolutely, yeah, I absolutely agree. And that's why I'm seeing a little bit of both. So I'm seeing, you know, that that's the generation that I'm sort of working with hand in hand where they're helping their parents or their parents have recently is deceased. And it is, and you can even hear in, you know, in Jennifer's voice, right? That calming, mm -hmm. natural, I'm here to be your partner. I'm here to be your support person. Um, I think that you need that. And Melissa, you sort of hit upon it a little bit as well, where you're like, you know, you don't want someone to just go in there and it's like, bam, 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 we're going to do this. And I remember, you know, we've had some shows on like getting rid of, you know, um, you know, purging and doing things like that. And I remember having a conversation with one of my clients last year and it was the daughter. So she was more my age and she was doing this for her parents. And She's like, I don't know, she has so much crap all over the place, like blah, blah, blah. I go, first, we don't call that crap. And I was like, you know, you see a glass vase. I was like, your mom sees flowers in that vase that your father gave her on their 50th wedding anniversary. Mm -hmm. So it isn't crap to her. She literally sees the flowers and the vase, and that's where that memory comes. But again, you know that you can't keep all those things. Yeah. So we've done it here. We've done it in people's homes where when we see a lot of those vases, we'll gather them up and we'll bring them over to like the candy jar mm -hmm. or to someplace else that can repurpose them, right? And do flowers mm -hmm. in it. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like you're giving those flowers, like what your memory was, you're sort of passing on the gift in that same vase, like onto somebody else. So little touches like that. Yeah. And at one point, don't let me forget about my special gift that I do for my um, senior clients too. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, all right. What other things do we want to talk about here? 
Um, this is Mia Zoll from Fort Lauderdale. Hey, Mia. And hi, I'm so glad to be here. You know what people don't think about when you're a senior, you have had a dog. And when you get that dog, you have them, I don't know, maybe 16, 17 years. But when a senior has to go into a assisted living or whatever, sometimes they'll take the animals, not just dogs, and sometimes they won't. Or if somebody's getting to the point where they're going to pass away, they're so worried. What's going to happen to that dog? Are they going to throw it into a shelter? I mean, those are things that if you could make arrangements for or just, you know, so that that senior doesn't get anxious about it because that's their best friend. You are so right, Mia. And like, I don't even think we have that anywhere in our whole entire five-page agenda here. And, you know, I'm Mia, not that you're thinking about assisted living, but I know for sure you're probably thinking of Bailey, your dog, right? And um, it is such a really, really good point because, yeah. you know, um, Mary and I have a client. He was here. The week, he was here the week of Thanksgiving. We gave him a pie, right? Because mm-hmm. we do the pie thing. And we were getting ready. His sister had passed a couple months beforehand. He had ownership of it. We're getting ready to put the sister's house on the market. This was literally the week of Thanksgiving. It was probably, you know, in like time went. Like it wasn't like we were avoiding him or anything. It's just like they had a lot of cleaning out and different mm-hmm. things to do. Well, his cousin ended up calling me out of the blue. Remember, she called mm-hmm. here, called the office. She tracked me down. He w- ended up in the hospital. He was very, very sick. But through that whole process, he said to his cousin, please call Sharon and Mary at Boston Connect Real Estate. Like, they're taking care of my sister's house. Like, please get in touch with them. Lo and behold, he was in the hospital. Well, he had been in the hospital since December, like close to Christmas. And it was a week after she called me that he actually passed away. Mm-hmm. And I kept on asking her, where is his dog? Where is his dog? And that, and Mia, that's so, it's such a great point. He loved that dog. Yeah. And that dog loved him. But they had, they had found a place in Situate that was sort of watching the dog while he was in the hospital. So he had been in the hospital for a few weeks at that point. And I don't know what has happened to the dog. Yeah. She wanted to take him, this, the cousin, but she's like, I don't know if I can. I have a cat and I have this and I have that. And I know for sure Mr. McNamara would not let me take the dog. No. Imagine if I started collecting animals like I collect Mary statues. <laughs> I want to. I want to. And and I can't. And it just breaks my heart. But, mm. you know, and, and when I'm on social media, they know I'm a sucker. But it's, <laughs> it's these little puppies or little nut puppies but little dogs that are then in shelters yeah because their their parents mom whatever have passed away and some of them will just sit there and wait wanting these people to come back and so if people can make arrangements you know that's gonna take a lot off that a lot of pressure that's such a good idea it's really is mia you know I, i just cut you off and i'm sorry about that i tend to do it on my show um 
where sometimes I'm very quiet on Clubhouse, but on my show, I end up chatting away. It's such a really, really good point. And Mia, one of the things that you should consider with Bailey is you should consider going to some of the local shelters, not shelters, going to some of the local assisted living complexes and like nursing homes and ask if you could just come in with Bailey and like sit in like the common area so some of the seniors could have that opportunity to be with the dogs. Like I know like my dad would love that, Mm -hmm. you know, I think it's a really good idea, Mia. You should look into it because first of all, you, and again, you can see why these people have become my friends, right? That are on, um, on Clubhouse, right? You can even hear it in Mia's voice. I love when Mia talks. She makes my heart filled, it like just fills me with joy, right? She has such a good heart. That's why I think that, you know, as like our, as our industry was sort of changing transitions and we were having less and less inventory, the, all the media hype was, you know, for real estate agents, training agents and everything. Well, you should look into the seniors. You should do this because th- we have so many boomers and we have this. And it was like treating them like a transaction. And that broke my heart that there are probably going to be people who are just doing it because that's the, that's what a sale is, where I feel like the people that I know and he, you know what? These are the people I know, love, and trust throughout the country. So um, I think that that would be a good me- idea, Mia. You should look into that. And she's silent. Okay. So oh, have you ever heard me silent? <laughs> no, I have not. No, you, you do like, but you're, no, every time you yes, talk, it's something good. Yes, we will. I used to take my dog when my aunt was in a, uh, uh, you know, assisted living. I used to take Madison, which is very dear to my heart. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would take her everywhere before you could. I put a coat on her. And uh, yes, and we used to go around and visit everybody. So that is a great idea. Yeah, I think that you should do that. Um, okay, so uh, we're right at 8.30 right now. So um, I just want to, I was going to take a, a break, but you know what? I think we'll just go right through that, Tim. I wasn't even sure if you had one ready or not. So you're listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. I am Sharon McNamara, the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate. Here uh, we are connecting Boston to the South Shore, the South Coast, and Cape End Islands. Um, if you want something on the islands, I'm happy to go over there, especially in the summer. <laughs> <laughs> Seven. 8183749000 is the phone number at WATD and Tim is our producer today. He's our every Saturday guy and he will get you over to us with any questions that you have. Remember you can text. Yeah. Um we we do have an agenda here. Yeah. But um you know some I'm just going through some of these things. You know, we we really did hit upon them acknowledging the emotional journey of selling your mm-hmm. forever home. I mean, and that is the senior selling their home it's the family selling the seniors home it's it's everything you mm-hmm. know and you've you've experienced so many different situations and family dynamics in the past couple of years especially you know when it comes to selling a senior home so mm-hmm. um well even yesterday when i went um i went to you know the house where i'm gonna that's gonna be coming on the market next week um in quincy and I was looking at the daughter and she looked sort of glazed, not glazed over, like, oh, I'm confused. It was just like I could see that mode that you were talking about a little while ago, that mode of this is just business. This is just business. I could see that. And then I just looked at her and I was like, and here's the good news. You don't have to worry about anything I just said. I'm just telling you, you know, what the agenda is. Mm-hmm. And it was basically, it was simple stuff. But like, this is what I mean. It's even though it's simple, it 
it's a lot. It's overwhelming. I'm yeah. like, the photographer is going to come next Friday. Uh, Melissa's going to be opening. Mary will be closing. I don't know if you knew that yet, but yeah. there you are. Um, and, you know, that they'll meet you there, put the lockbox on so they'll be able to get in. You don't have to be there. I'm going to a conference next week, so I'll be in Orlando. I'm leaving Friday, coming home Wednesday. But this is good because when I get the pitches, I'll have some work that I can be doing in my room while I'm at my conference. And we'll go live either Wednesday or Thursday, depending on when I get those pitches. We'll allow showings right away. And then we'll have our open house on Sunday. And then if we feel as if we're going to be getting a lot of offers, we will then... um, you know, have a deadline of Monday at 2 p.m. So, and when I had looked at her, she just looked a little like, oh, and I was like, but here, here's the good news. You don't have to worry about any of that. I will be with you through that whole entire process. So, so, um, but one of the other things too, Mel, is um, when we were talking about the cherished memories, I guess I'll, I'll just talk about that gift idea that I have now is... So one of the things that I love to do for my senior clients that are moving into an assisted living is this little gift idea. Maybe we should sell them on Etsy. There's another thing for us to do. Okay. Uh, honestly, add like, it to the list. I don't do anything really, really small. Like I, I have an idea. I think I should make it a business. And last night, Mark and I went bowling. I haven't bowled in probably three years. Um, I'm not a bowler like every so often, but I'm so good at it. I said, Mark, maybe I should join a league. <laughs> He just looked at me. I go, hey, listen, I don't do anything small. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. So, but this gift idea that I have, and again, I'm trademarking it, so don't steal my ideas out there, people. But it, it's really good. So you just get like a, um, uh, I get them on Amazon now. And it's just an acrylic box that holds like index cards. And then I get a, um, like a, a plate, like a metal plate, like gold, brass, whatever. Um, it's certainly not gold, but you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Gold colored. And I just put this street address on there when they moved in, like established in 1950 or whatever it was. I just put that on the front of it. And then I get some really nice index cards. I used to have um, the dividers, but I don't have those anymore. And then I just say, when you're with your family before the house closes or at, um, I've had some clients who have done it at like a family reunion, you just pass out a bunch of the index cards and everybody writes a favorite memory from certain rooms. So mm-hmm. like the kitchen the dining room the pool the wherever and then you take all those memories you put them in your box so then when the senior is leaving their home they're taking their home with them and they're leaving the house behind Mm -hmm. so they get to take all those cherished memories with them yeah that's a great idea yeah i know they love it they do and I've had a lot of clients tell me that, you know, when they go to visit their parents in assisted living, they're going through their memory box. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Let's go. What okay. else? Okay. No, what, what else? Oh, uh, let's see. Objectively evaluating your home in today's market. Mm. Mm. You know, it's funny because I was, it was actually with these same people. That, I love it when clients can give me some top tips. So... I was talking, I was doing the CMA and I had everybody on Zoom so the two brothers could, you know, Zoom in and then the daughter was there and we were, I was going over the numbers and I like to show them everything. And especially in these situations where more than one person is making the decision, I think it's important to have all decision makers sitting around the table at the same time. 
And the way that I do my comparative market analysis is I bring people right into MLS. I think that that's important. I like to be very transparent about what I'm seeing and what you're looking at rather than just showing up with some paper and saying, all right, well, here you go. These are the best comps I came up with. And this is why I think you should sell your house at this amount. I'm bringing them in. I'm showing them how I get to that, how I get to those comps. I'm showing them how like this. And I'll, I'll actually say to them, how do you feel this house compares to your house? And they are the ones that generally tell me, well, that house is a lot better. Or we feel as if our house is a lot better. But looking at all those comparisons, because you want to price your house accurately. The one difficult thing is the older boomer generation, especially, but I'll say the boomer generation, the mindset of how they listed a house back then in comparison to how it is now, this the woman that I'm working with, my, um, you know, my dad's uh, friend's daughter, she said, you know, I was watching something on social media and this real estate agent posted something and he said, the um, overpri- um, underpricing is the new o- is the new overpricing, right? So like the way that it used to be and what she meant by this was back then when they were buying and selling homes, people would say, okay, if my house is worth 500, let's put it on for 550 and somebody will throw me an offer. Mm-hmm. So if I get to 500, I'll be happy. Where today we're like, no, you have to price your house accordingly with what the comps are because everybody's looking at the same numbers. So if you put your house on for 500, perhaps you're going to have more people looking at it. And then if somebody really wants it, that emotional value will kick in and maybe they'll give you 525, 550, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So I liked the way that she had said that. So pricing your house is really an important part of this. And just so you know, when you are an executor of an estate and they have a different name for it right now, but I don't remember what it's called. But if when you're the executor of an estate, your job is to get the most amount of money with the best terms and conditions for that estate and for that sale. That's what our job is too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the one of the most important parts is understanding the financial part about selling their house. So, you know, some seniors, they've been in their house since they built it, or maybe they've been in there for 50, 60 years, but, you know, or maybe they're now the one person living in the home and they have to, you know, make that decision to, to move on. Um, but you know, there's there's so many different considerations to, um, you know, think about when you're selling your house and especially if you haven't done it in quite some time. So, you know, it's it's the tax considerations. It's it's just like everything that goes into it. It's not just, hey, I'm going to, you know, put my house on the market and hope for a certain number because, you know, this is where I want to land afterwards. Yeah. And there are a lot of considerations with the finances. Um, one of the other things that I do, I know that the Council on Aging here in Pembroke, they ask me every year to put a business card in. And I was just like, I just... I'm just not that person. Like, And I have done it in the past just for lack of whatever here. It's almost like feels like more like a donation. It's like you don't even have to put my business card in there. Like I don't want to be selling to people, you know. And this year I said, you know, hey, can I take out a half page um, ad, but I'm going to call it an item of value. And every month they're letting me switch out um, what I'm putting in there. And so I, I'm calling my series, the smart and secure seniors. And every, um, every month I have some top tips for them that are going into their, um, into their, what do you call it? Into their newsletter. And uh, for March, 
people don't know this yet, but from March, we're going to have David Tortolot on from Homestead Mortgage with us. And he's going to be doing the Saturday show and then right after the show. So that's going to be March 16th. And we're going to do a reverse mortgage um, class or workshop for people who are interested in reverse mortgages because that's something that people can be using and considering, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. to make repairs on their home or to do certain things like that to get their house ready mm-hmm. if they choose to. Because a lot what I'm seeing is everything that the senior has is the equity in their home. Yeah. And not a whole lot of other money, you know, flowing around anywhere else. So uh, we're going to be doing that. And then I also did one on the legalities. And I think that that was a little bit, you know, that's some of the tough stuff too. Like when we talked about assisted living and making sure that you're planning appropriately for assisted living. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it is all about planning. And um, like I said, there's so many different financial aspects that they have to consider, um, you know, when when selling. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, like I said, it, sometimes it is about the bottom line and the number because that's what they have to live on. Mm-hmm. So, And that's how I look at it, too, because I know, you know, I was recently doing a CMA, again, comparative market analysis, if you're joining us late, Um I was doing one recently and, you know, I said, well, the number, this is where the number is right now, but by the time you get the house ready in a few months, the number could be different because I had, there were a couple homes in there that were good comparisons, but they're either contingent or under agreement. So that doesn't really change my, 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 my range because I'm only using sold properties because that's the only gauge I can really use, right? Somebody could put their house on the market for a million dollars. It doesn't mean they're going to get it, right? Yeah. So we have to sort of wait for those to turn to sold. And, you know, when I was just, I remember just looking at this person when I was talking to them and just saying, you know, I assure you, like, my job is to get you the most amount of money as well. You know, that's what I'm here to do. It isn't about a quick sale. It's about getting you the most amount of money and knowing where those net proceeds are going and everything else. Um there are times and that's why i think having an executor you know you choose the person in your family that you think is going to do the best job for you and your family there have been some sad situations i've been involved in too where you know people see oh mom's selling her house and it's going to be you know a trip to disney or a new car and that's mm-hmm. not what it should be about it's about putting mom in a safe place yeah i agree yeah okay okay I agree with everything you say about that. (laughs) I like that. I like that. Um, A lot of times people will ask, do you feel as if I have to make any, you know, changes to my home? And I just sort of hit upon that a little bit when I talked about David Tortolot, who's going to be joining us uh, on March 16th regarding reverse mortgages. You know, do I have to repair this? Do I have to repair that? I mean, in some of these homes, this is what I loved about the boomer generation too. If it wasn't broken, they didn't fix it. So you have the tile. Um, are we boring you? No, I'm. I'm just yeah, um, not boring me. Um, but they have, um, you know, they still have the tile on the walls, and you know, they have like it's older, um, but usually they have beautiful hardwood floors underneath those, you know, the carpet that's been down for several years. And I always say to people, you know, if you fix this, it's just a snowball. So I think that you're better off in these situations, especially because if a parent is deceased or in assisted living, they're not the ones that are going to be helping. So this now falls on you. And that was Jennifer's point, where the sandwich generation, and especially people who have younger children. I mean, mine. Are 29 and 28 so I don't have the same problem but you know 
if you have kids and you're trying to bring them to swim or cheerleading and uh, all these other things that happen, volleyball, blah, 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 you don't have the time to then be at mom or dad's house doing all these repairs. So I say just price the house according to the condition it is in. Yeah, and I I agree with not really spending the money beforehand because you're, you know, you're minimizing your expenses. You mm-hmm. you don't you might have to get a dumpster. You might have to do all these little things that will get your house, um, you know, ready to be sold, which that'll go a lot farther than, you know, some of the other things mm-hmm. like you know pulling up the carpet or you know refinishing the hardwoods it's like no, let the buyer do that yep um, they're exactly gonna come in they're gonna come in and ask what's underneath the carpet anyway so let them let them have to deal with it mm-hmm. you know yeah i mean even the house that you bought you know what i mean i mean they you redid the floors yeah i didn't have carpet down i mean i had carpet uh, i have carpet in my lounge the one room um it was an addition i don't even know what year they did the addition mm-hmm. but i remember her saying like oh you know we at the time they built my home in 1964 which is the year my father was born mm-hmm. so there's the connection there with with my with my orange house but um <laughs> You know, they built the house and then, you know, a little uh, while later, they they wanted to do a garage or an additional room because, I, what, they had three kids? Um, mm-hmm. Three kids. And, the, you know, the, she had said to me, you know, we chose to do the additional room to give us, um, you know, additional living space for our family. And at the time, we just couldn't afford to do uh, a garage. So we did what we could. And I love my lounge. It's my favorite yeah. room, you know. <laughs> but um, I love that you call it a lounge. Yeah, my lounge. So that has carpet. I replaced the carpet when I came in and um, I refinished the hardwood floors and it made such a world of difference mm-hmm. you know but I was lucky they 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 didn't um, you know put carpet down over it so I didn't have to deal with that but um, but yeah mm-hmm. I mean there's just those little things that a buyers are going to come in and they're going to do themselves yeah. you know absolutely so um, when we were talking a little bit earlier too about um, I think that you had said this too like that whole you know, hey, you got to do this, you got to do that, blah, 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 blah. Let's just get this thing on the market. I like to try to slow people down on that process, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, a little bit. Um, you know, just take your time, go through everything that you need to go through. But I think that, you know, one of my top tips in, you know, my smart and secure seniors was, you know, avoid making rush decisions and high pressure tactics or red flags, you know. So, unfortunately, what happens is when people see, and this happened at your house, actually, that you bought, they had a bunch of stuff outside that they were getting rid of and the person who was picking everything up um you know had he was going to be there at 11 but it was a saturday morning and at like eight o'clock in the morning somebody like drove by in a dump truck and like knocked on her door that's one thing i'd like to talk about a little bit is the safety aspects of things too if the senior is still living in the home and just remember that there will be people that are going to knock on your door if you're doing those types of things. My suggestion is is don't open the door, especially if you already have an agent. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'll say just, you know, put a little something on the door that says, if you have any questions, please contact my agent and leave a couple business cards or something like that. But if an agent comes up to you and says, oh, I have a buyer for your house, like I could do this mm-hmm. without an agent mm-hmm. and all that, I'm letting you know putting your house on the market is the best thing that you could do. You're going to get the most amount of money when you have multiple people looking at it. So don't be sort of scammed by someone who yeah. might try to do something like that to you. Or the scams you get in the mail. I got something the other day. I told you about my scam the other day. Yeah. 
Yep. So the scam that I got in the mail was about like knowing the value of your house and, you know, scan this now. Just so you know, when you scan it, they now have all your information. So yeah. um, well, what happened with the dump truck? You didn't. Oh, so she just, well, she answered the door and she said, I already have somebody coming. They wanted to take their her stuff oh. so people would take it and sell it. All right, we just have about 10 minutes left. And um, I just want to reach out. Again, if you are watching us on Facebook, it doesn't look like we really have any people watching today. No questions or anything like that. So... Um, you can call into the studio, 781-837-4900, or you can text. Tim is there. So if you have any questions about this topic or any other things um, with real estate, please feel free to give us a ring-a-ding, and uh, Tim will bring you over to us. And then to my friends on Facebook, thank you for joining me. Do any of you have any... Clubhouse. I have Clubhouse. What did I say? Facebook. Facebook, yeah. On Clubhouse. Do any of you have any... Um, any words of wisdom that you want to give regarding this topic? And I'll take that in. Hey, it's Rue in Orlando, Florida. How Hello. are y'all doing today? Hello, Rue from Orlando. It's going to be rainy today. Thank you up there for sending it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, I can see the flurry starting here right now. So, Oh, yeah. I, I We're going to have the Florida version of rain. Mm -hmm. oh, it's called rain. Um, anyway, the reason that I wanted to just um, click in is we went through um, a process with my, my mother-in-law um, who originally had wanted to age in place. And unfortunately, she was suffering from um, dementia. Um, so we ended up being without a choice and putting her in um, a home for memory care um, victims and one of the things that was more important than anything else on the planet was enlisting the support of an elder care lawyer so that their finances could be supporting of this step and not um, losing everything that they own. Um, so I don't know if that's something that would be a topic for this, but it would certainly be a topic at one point for those who are having to, you know, control that the finance part of taking care of their elderly parent. Absolutely. That is one of the topics that we have is like the legal, the legalities of, um, the legalities of, you know, um, you know, going through this process and the estate process and everything else. And I'm going to be doing another workshop here in my office with it's just all about estate planning. And, you know, I always use that term when I used to do financially secure women, which was something I did with my niece, Alyssa McNamara Reed, who also is McNamara Financial, who has McNamara on money, which will be on at 9 a.m. this morning. And um, we used to do financially secure women and we had like panelists. It was you know, we had attorneys, we had loan officers, we had insurance, we had myself, uh, Alyssa as a financial expert. And um, I'm going to be doing something similar to that. And it's all about leaving a legacy and not a burden. And I didn't realize like, you know, that that title of that is, you know, us as the sandwich generation and the children of aging parents, we would never consider our parents a burden. Is it difficult? Are there a lot of moving parts to this? Is it, you know, trying to maneuver a lot of things that maybe you're not familiar with? Are you doing it on your own? Mm -hmm. um, you know, there are different things where 
you don't know where to lean into. And um, I would never consider anybody being a burden. None of us would say that. But that's how the seniors' thoughts are. You know, I don't want to be a burden to you. I don't want to be a burden to you. And that's why you want to have everything planned out and planned out well, because you want to leave a legacy. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, making sure that you have all the paperwork and everything in order when you need that. So thank you, Rue, for bringing up that that subject as well. So Rue, again, is from Orlando. I will be seeing Rue uh, next week, the week after, uh, for a conference. She will be there. I know Jennifer spoke earlier. She is from Austin, Texas. So uh, you have Jennifer out there. And Mia is from Fort Lauderdale. Um, I can also see that we have Cindy and Megan uh, who are on Clubhouse. So Cindy is from Salt Lake City, right? Utah, right? It's Salt Lake City, right? Salt Lake City from Utah. Um, I know that Mark, he hears me listening to Clubhouse and he likes when Cindy talks. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, we have Megan Gardner, who is from Long Island, and she usually talks um, as well, but she might be busy this morning with her son. Cindy. Good morning from Long Island. Yay. It's snowy here, too. Oh, good. Megan, what about you? Any um, couple minutes we have here left? Any thoughts on this topic for you? Because I know you also have been, you know, dealing with, you know, that you're the sandwich generation, as you know, Jennifer was mentioning, and what we consider ourselves. I mean, what are some of your thoughts on this topic? And then we'll go to Cindy. So if Cindy has a minute afterwards, excuse too. me, Sharon. Yeah, uh, we have a text question. Okay, let's um, hear it. I, uh, can you please talk to how to decide the amount of value to give a property that is unique in the area? An example: uh, the views, privacy, if there's a pond, that kind of thing. Hmm. Okay, that's a really good topic. Sorry, Megan, that I'm going to cut you off there for one of our texters and listeners. So thank you to our WATD listener. You know, all of that, when we're looking at that, what we're trying to do is find comps that are similar. So if you're, and I know it's difficult to do sometimes, but if you are on a beautiful pond and, you know, you have a beautiful property, um, I know one of our other WATD listeners, that's exactly what mm -hmm. he has. And we owe him and his wife, uh, wonderful wife, a, a visit soon. Um, we try to find other properties that are similar on a pond. That pond would be great. But like in the town of Pembroke, we have several ponds. Yeah, we have several ponds. So we're able to sort of, you know, key into that. And then there may be times where you might want to bump over to another town or a budding town that perhaps has, you know, some other pond properties just to sort of give you an idea of value and sort of do a calculation on that. And then I would say sometimes it's just a guessing game. All I know for sure is you can never, ever, ever underprice a house in those homes that are unique in either style or um you know, location are the ones that generally have a lot of emotional value attached yeah. to it. So sometimes what we'll do is we'll just say, let's just base this on the style, the condition, and the gross living area and look at other similar properties to that. Then bump it up, obviously, for, you know, the pond and um, the views and those the uniqueness of that property. But don't ever overprice it. You're never going, this is not a market or a time where people will just, you know, throw you an offer. It does not work that way anymore. Mm -hmm. Now you price it, you know, accordingly. And hopefully these are the, the ones that we see where people are like, oh, I have a, a pond front property. Yeah. And they'll pay more. Well, this is this is when marketing comes in mm -hmm. like very 
like it, it comes in handy when it comes to a, a unique property. So I would think that the fir- one of the first questions that you know the listing agent should ask you is why did you fall in love with such a unique property? Uh-huh. And highlight those things because like I've said, there's a bum for every seat. So there's a reason why you fell in love with your home. Somebody else is going to come in and uh-huh. fall in love with it as well. So yeah. whether it's a unique feature of the home, you know, Maybe it's the layout. It's it's something. It's like you know you have you, the view of the pond. You're right at the water. You're right you know mm-hmm. by a dock or some like whatever it is. Um, you know nestled in a little cul de sac mm-hmm. area. Like whatever you loved about it, there's going to be somebody who's going to come in and love it as well. So and too, I think that that's really important to know is you know also keep in mind that just because you loved it that way doesn't mean that your buyer pool is going to be as yeah. large as that. You made a very good point last. Saturday when we were talking about the five senses and you're like, sometimes you're on a pond and if it's a recreational pond, people don't want to be listening to, you know, jet skis zooming by or boats and things like that. So just because it's that special to you doesn't mean it's going to be special. Mm -hmm. You generally will have a smaller buyer pool, but that smaller buyer pool is very emotional about having what you have. Yeah. Yeah. But mm-hmm. but with the recreational pond, like somebody who doesn't want to live on a recreational pond won't go and look at a house that's on a recreational pond. You exactly. know what I mean? Yeah. So mm-hmm. um, so yes, the buyer pool it might be smaller, but it, you're going to get people who are looking and interested for that type of property. And they gen- generally are bumping into each other too when they're out there looking. All right, we only really have two minutes, so I'm um, just like 30 seconds, Megan. I just want to bump this over to you right now because um, if you're still there. Megan does a great job at marketing that you you brought this up Melissa is marketing so she recently had a home on a golf course and she recently had a home that was close to the ocean so Megan do you want to give like just literally like a 30 second thing so I can get Cindy to introduce herself to on like what are the different things you do to make your homes look special when you have those unique properties. Good morning. I'd love to. Thank you so much. So, so yes. Yeah, so when I go into a home that, and all homes, right, have their unique loveliness about them. No one has if an ugly not, baby, Megan. Correct. <laughs> exactly. They don't all look like Winston Churchill when they're born. Yeah. So, exactly. So uh, what I do is I go in and, and like Melissa mentioned, you ask, you know, what did you love about the home? But also... You're going to pick up on things as a real estate agent that you think buyers are going to hone in on. And then you're going to use that in your marketing, um, in all the print ads that you use in your social media, you're going to use plays on words and images to enhance that. And you're going to use that so your buyers can emotionally connect to the home. And I hope that I said that really quickly. You said it quickly and our music is going. So Megan Gardner, Cindy, I just want you to unmute for one, like one second, introduce yourself and then maybe we just do a show on best ways to market your homes and what we're doing. Cindy, say hello. I like that. Good up the morning, everyone. Cindy Ariel over in Salt Lake City. Thank you so much, Sharon. This has been an interesting show and such a valuable topic. Awesome. Well, thank you. And if you want to get in touch with any of these agents that I know from around the country, please get in touch with me, 781-294-4848. Go to bostonconnect.com. You can always find me there. Mel? Um, thanks. Yeah. We'll see you yeah. Tuesday. Have a great day, everybody. We'll be on on Tuesday. And I don't know what the topic is, but we'll be here Tuesday at 6.15. Thanks, Tim. Have a great day. Thanks, everybody on Clubhouse. Since we're together.